This is Space Waffles, a Star Wars podcast. Welcome to Andor the Relentless, the Space Waffles show where we talk all about Andor relentlessly. I'm Arzu, and with me are Candace. Hello there. Maggie. Hello. Norhal. Hello there. Rachel. Hello there. And Britt. Hello. So we are here to talk Andor episode four, Aldani. Uh, the first one where we just got the one episode. Um, personally, deeply relieved that they did those first three together. Because I think waiting across that arc would have been unbearable. At least now we're starting on a new adventure with Cassian. We've got Coruscant. We've got Mon Mothma. We've got Mon Mothma's terrible husband. We've got Luthen doing a bunch of stuff. We have a lot to cover. So before we jump in on all that, general thoughts on the episode. Two thumbs up. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, it's it was my favorite of the four when I got to watch all four of them for work. I loved it so 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 much. It also gave us like one of the best quotes. Why must everything be so boring and sad? <laughs> <laughs> so many memes out of this episode. I know, right? It's a memeable episode. I like a memeable episode. Inject yeah. some non-boring, non-sad times into our Star Wars discussion. I did miss B2, though. Mm-hmm. He should be by Cassian's side all the time. Mm-hmm. He needs the help. <laughs> Clearly, because Cassian is a mess, oh, as okay. always, lying his way across the galaxy. This boy has never told a true statement in his life. I will say we got another iconic hairstyle with Perrin, that's for sure. Perrin has and Luthen actually, but like Perrin with his like little like weird like circlet in the back of his head and stuff. I was like, oh, that's different. We also got a clean shaven Cassian, which is nice. That's not nice. That hurt. That hurt my soul. <laughs> he looks when he good. Shaved his beard. So good he looks him. good. He looks good. But why do they keep doing this? This is specifically i guess a disney problem but they're like here's this really hot beard we're going to make you watch this guy shave his beard off just to cause you pain what's the other disney Second. thing avengers in america avengers end oh okay i don't see the problem with it they look good either way i yeah we, but it's, it's still a beard next level and no, then but they make us watch what i love is this episode showed us like how people, you know, change their appearances. Like Cassian just shaved his beard and then freaking Luthan just put on a little wig. And if Cassian like- shaved his beard and came out in a denim shirt and was like, what <laughs> up? I'm Clem. Spe- well, so this is called Andor the Relentless. He's wearing a Canadian tuxedo, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe jeans are canon in Star Wars now. No, it's like uh, the Jackie Detona episode. When? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Candace just made a great joke. (laughs) Well, I'm like, since this is Andor the Relentless, this got me thinking about what we do in the shadows. And one of the vampires literally just brought a toothpick and wore jeans and was like, I'm a normal human bartender now named Jackie Detona. (laughs) And that's literally all it took. And it was the Mark Hamill episode, too. So oh, it's all connected. Oh it's oh all connected. It's Matt, Matt Barry is the actor, right? Yes, yeah, it's Matt Barry, yeah. Laszlo, Jackie Dotona. 
Hang on, before we move on, when were jeans canon in Star Wars? The jean guy in Mandalorian. Something else. Luke's pants in the original movie are... um, Oh, right, they're Levi's. Bleached Levi's. Right, right, right. (laughs) Okay, so deep cut original trilogy Easter egg with Cassian's Canadian tuxedo. The kids are just legit denim. (laughs) Not even hiding it. No, it was like, I was paused on his back in my rewatch, and I was like, this is just a regular shirt. Like, they didn't even try and make that shirt look Star Warsy. It was just straight up a denim shirt. Didn't Amparu also wear a jean jacket in the OT? Probably. They were, they made, Maybe. they were making anything out of everything work in those movies. They used ice cream makers that were broken. They didn't give a crap. <laughs> what they were using they were like oh you got some denim shirts let's just throw some bleach on them and see how Um, it works i'm doing a quick search and apparently um han solo's pants are denim too oh okay so i stand corrected jeans have been canon for a while Mm -hmm. i thought he always had chinos on so that's fine (laughs) Okay, moving on to the plot. Um, <laughs> back to the plot, yes. Back to the plot. So, do we want to start with beautiful idiot Cassian Andor? Oh, yes. Cassian. Oh, oh, hot mess. Or Clem. Clem is his Clem. name now. Clem, as he's being called now. So, Luthan drops him off on Aldani to help this little cell of rebels. And he tells them that they're just taking the payroll. Then he finds out they're actually raiding an armory. The armory is so, where the payroll is, though. So, I know, I mean, but from a certain point of view, his freak out, though, like they're, they're stealing more than the payroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Luthen is also telling lies at an alarming rate, much like Cassian Andor. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, told the truth from a certain point of view. Exactly. We can only use that as an excuse so many times. Yeah. <laughs> Like, at some point, they're just lying. Plus, he's not a Jedi, so, I mean, he can't get away with it. Exactly. (laughs) But, yeah. So, I lost where I was going with this. We got so stuck at a certain point of view. So, Cassian joins Rebels. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. So, there's Sal, like, the ghost crew. Yes. Is that immediately where your mind goes? <laughs> well, no, because, like, the Imperials are talking, and they're talking about, like, oh, there is a pattern. There's all these, like, little groups, and little they're doing self. similar things. Right. And they're, like, mentioning, like, they could become something bigger. Ooh. You know? <laughs> yeah. But the Rebellion is already, like, well underway by this point, right? No, they're just cells. No. They're no. separate cells. Nobody knows each other. The only thing connecting everyone... In theory, is Bale and Ahsoka, but mm-hmm. they don't know names. Right. And only one person from each cell has that point of contact. Like Luthen is their point of contact, but only one person knows of him. I agree. Because Bale in this case. And yeah. Mon Mothma, who's like mm-hmm. funding things. Well, yeah, but like the cells don't I, know anything. They don't know anything except larger. one person knows. Like Hera's the only one who knows anything. Like Kanan doesn't even know because when he gets captured, she's like, 
he can't tell them anything because he doesn't know anything. And that's mm-hmm. the purpose because if they get captured and right. tortured, they don't have they don't anything to say. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. My timeline math's a bit fuzzy. That's why I'm here. I'm ready <laughs> for this time period. Here for the timeline. I know. <laughs> I was meant for this time period. All right. So we get to meet a little cluster of rebels with Cassian, none of whom trust him, which like good call because like I said, this boy's been lying. We love him, but come on now. So what were your thoughts on our on our new rebel friends? Are we attached to anyone in particular? Cousin and Alex Lother. What? What? Cousin 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 and Alex Alex Lother. Lother. Cousin is Ebon Moss uh, at bear, uh, but he's in the bear. And that's like, I loved Wednesday when there was just a series of tweets that said cousin and hashtag and or you have not seen the bear. You had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Um, And then I love little Alex Lothar. I said, oh, he's not a murderer this time around because it's one of the two. Yeah. He's such a soft boy in this. And also the leader, Bell. Immediately, I was <clears throat> pointing my my screen like Leonardo DiCaprio, Mimi, like, oh, the wave of Game of Thrones. So, oh, right. Yeah, a lot of yeah. it. Kaz, for obvious reasons. I am just getting very spoiled this year with representation in Star Wars. That's awesome. And I was making a joke to Arzi. I was like, of course, the Indian rebel is the medic. Because I like, said, like, <laughs> like with any Southwest Asian and West Asian family, they're like, you can rebel if you want to, but you're going to med school first. <laughs> you're still going to be a doctor. I don't care if you're trying to crumble the, the empire. empire. Yeah. You can crumble the empire after you finish your degree. <laughs> yes. I'm just like, oh, okay. He's going to get medical treatment from her. Of course. Of course. <laughs> you know, it's like everybody else in Star Wars is like, well, I picked up all this, you know, medical training through the rebellion. She's like, no, no, no. I have a, like, <laughs> I have a MD. I specialized in surgery. I did the, I did the intense rotations. Like, we make the same joke about Doctor Pershing, the only Iranian man. It's Whoa. true though. <laughs> they all have to go to med school first. <laughs> they seem like a powder keg. Which is not good for Cassian know, to be right? in the middle of because he is a spark. No, and I, <laughs> well, yeah, I totally love. Sorry. No, sorry, I, go ahead, I, Maggie. I just loved where they were making him learn Aldani. And he's like, can I finish my dinner first? Yeah. <laughs> just staring at him. Can I eat first? I like the little, like, he's looking at them with, like, this cheek full of food, holding his homework. And they're just giving him the lesson. And he's just sitting there. I do like how sassy he is in this episode. Like when people are being mean to him, he's like, what do you mean by that? And then when the, uh, the guy like comes to visit, it's like, you're new. I don't, I already don't like you and you're injured. Um, (laughs) my favorite part is when the, uh, like their leader goes, um, He's like, who even is this guy? And she just goes, he's Clem. And gives no further <laughs> He's Clem. Yeah. It was he's a plan Clem. all along. We talked about this, right? Like, you know. Yeah. You guys were okay. paying attention or what? The abject lack of trust in this group. And they're about to break into, like, an imperial armory that is not, like, unattended. There are people in there. And she's like, he's Clem. It's fine. It was in the works all along. And I didn't tell any of you for some reason. Whereas, like, 
I guess the expectation for them was that she was telling them stuff up to this point. Just adding that extra layer of suspicion. And Luthen doesn't care. Luthen drops him off and he's like, you figure it out. Bye. Yeah. And just leave. I have to go play dress up somewhere else. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Do you really like blame them though? Because they're like, just as the way Cassian looked when they're explaining the plan. Like, in a poncho. Yeah, this is insane. <laughs> I don't blame them at all. Like we know, we know Cassian's trustworthy because Cassian's the main. But like they don't know that. They no, don't know just, that. not just Cassian, but this whole thing is insane. I know. When it's also when you think about it, it's a bunch of people who are like, we want to, we want to like fight back, but like we don't know if anyone's going to turn us in because it's not like the established rebellion that like eventually you know like all these people can trust each other. Because they all hate the Empire. But, like, at uh-huh. this point, they're just like, maybe you're cool and also want to fight this. But also, I'm not telling you everything. Because then you're going to go tell those people who are going to get me in a bunch of trouble. Uh-huh. I know I'm going to bring it back to Rebels. But, yeah, it just reminds me of that episode where Sabine is like, <laughs> I'm going to go meet Bulkum with you, Hera. And Hera's like, great. <laughs> <laughs> I get that part of it comes from the fact that they've met him before, but I do think it's very funny that they are more willing to trust this Imperial on whom it looks like their entire, the success of their entire mission depends than Cassian, who like, I guess Vel is enough of a seal of approval for her to be in charge, but her being like, I trust him, he's Clem, he's here to help, is met with such deep suspicion. Meanwhile, an Imperial showing up like, hey, I've got like tools and things for all of you to break in they're like yeah sounds good buddy thanks uh, i figured he was a local like they knew him. more that they yeah they knew him is what i yeah. Yeah. I mean, they know like, him, obviously i just think it's funny that he of of all of them you would think on paper yeah looks the most able to sell them out and they depend on him so much and they're like yeah i trust but i figured guy. they all like grew up around the same area and knew each other and then like there's this say- random kid didn't you say that they'd only been there for a while Uh, like they'd only been there a a few months like they if that like they didn't all grow up there oh i thought they were all i think they said a few weeks or something sleeping on rocks or it was that was kind of the the line that she said yeah they don't live there okay i got confused oh when she was talking about shepherds she you've studied the planet because shepherds is their cover Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like the alibi. So wait, do because they're shepherds, does that mean they have to wear ponchos? I don't understand why <laughs> the ponchos are the go-to look. Because you can whip ponchos. You ponchos. can hide a weapon very easily in a poncho. In a poncho. Yeah, like the right. freaking you Jedi use it all the time. You can hide an 10-year-old child under a poncho. <laughs> that was Cassian a is, that Cassian was a is just multiple children stacked on top of each other in a poncho. That would explain the chaos. <laughs> three kids yes. in a trench coat. Three kids in a poncho. That's but why no, that I, guy in the first episode called him short or little man or whatever he called him. Because he yeah. just saw he knows. <laughs> The kids are like, oh no, our cover's up. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta leave. <laughs> we should not have been at this brothel. He tipped yep. her hand when they asked for an alcohol at the bar. okay i feel like the bulk of this episode like yes cassian and his plan this show is called andor 
Yeah. He is our guy. But I feel like the bulk of the really fun stuff happened on Coruscant. Yes. I love the contrast. The Mothma of it all. The contrast is so... Can we can we tell that I'm the prequel baby? Like, I was just like, yes, yes, that, that, yes, please, that. <laughs> so why don't we talk about Mon Mothma then? Mon so, Mothma. Stunning. Mon Stunning. Mothma's back. Yes. Um, a useless husband, but we won't talk about that. Just <laughs> Can yes. I just say how happy I was with the whole Luthan being, like, an art dealer? That whole thing, like... <laughs> I am upset. That is the job that I would want to have. I now know what job I would want to have if I was in the Star Wars universe. I would like to be an antiquities dealer who is working (laughs) for the Rebellion. Like, that's my skill set. That right there is my skill set. In disguise. You would have to wear your blonde blonde wig from uh, From Wonder Wonder Woman. Woman. (laughs) Would you do the little, like, face face exercise and dance? I do that every time before I get on an interview. So yes, <laughs> I did, that's, like, that's the craziest part about it. Like the when he put the towel on his face, I assumed he was going to have some prosthetics or something that made him not look like Stellan <laughs> Skarsgård, and then it's revealed that it is simply just a wig. Um, <laughs> the disguises in this episode, I cannot get over. Yeah. Yeah, some let me shave my their, beard. Some people take their hair off. Some people put their hair on. I'm going to shave my beard and say, uh, hi, I'm Clem. Uh, I'm going to put a hot towel on my face, but then didn't only you even put a give wig him glass. Just put some glasses on at least. Come on. He didn't even go the full Clark, Clark Kent. Yeah. I was going to say, it's some big Clark Kent energy with like, my hair is now slightly past my ears. I am a completely different person. He's also like, I walk different now. Nobody would know. Yeah, he is very like, he goes from being like, I'm a, sh- hey, kid, listen, I'm going to get you safe, blah, blah, blah. And then he, all of a sudden he's like, what would you like to see in my shop? Ooh. So, yeah. And his like, <laughs> arms flailing everywhere. When he becomes clip. a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, essentially. So they released, like, the little clip of Mon Mothma and Luthen, yeah. like, talking in his store the day before the episode came out. So me watching this and noticing that Luthen's hair is now down <laughs> past his ears, I assumed this was a flashback. Same. Like, how he got involved with the rebellion. And then he got his, like, intense haircut to, like, show he's serious now. This was so much better <laughs> than that. Like, uh. we've had flashbacks. We, you know, I love, I love a good flashback. The last three episodes were flashbacks, but this, this little wig with the rings and the robe and the dance. And the attitude. Yeah, that was all about, all about that. I do like that this show, um, I know I have an ally in Maggie because Maggie and I were the two freaks who came out of Rogue One and we're like, I will die for this man. Um, (laughs) But what I do like about this show is that it, the more you meet, uh, the people that Cassian kind of like is around you understand why he became the one chance the rebellion had with a spy because it's like you see all these people who are just somewhat bad at what they're trying to accomplish and then Cassian's like okay I'm gonna go for you and I'll I'll like figure that like he's good at lying he's good at doing this stuff but everyone around him is kind of like very obviously fighting the empire and I was like if I was anyone who like with a brain cell who worked for the empire i'd be like huh what's your your you guys are clearly up to something <laughs> but he's like i don't know what you're talking about 
I'm gonna go over here. And he's like the coolest one out of all of them. Meanwhile, like I'm thinking of like Bix is like the minute I would see her, I'd be like, you're very clearly up doing something. something. <laughs> like, you're clearly up to something. Yep. Like the like her comms tower bit where she's like, <laughs> I need to look for a insert name, a very specific part that I can't remember here. And I'm like, you might have to do that. I'm like, this is clearly code. Well, and then she goes also, and like the starts dialing The Empire is dumb shit though. So like, it's fine. They're never going to figure it out because the Empire just doesn't pay attention. Well, but it is also, very funny. What, 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 yeah. what we see like in Obi-Wan with Tala is they're just so scared about messing up to their superior. Oh, the fear, yeah. Yeah, the fear. So they just, they're like, well, if I don't report it, I can't get in trouble if I'm wrong. Yeah, it's Unless like that... those stormtroopers in um, Force Awakens when uh, oh, they Kylo just turn Ren around. Force Spirit seen him on Roll Boy. Yeah. Not my, not worth my job. Not worth my life. <laughs> yeah, like, unless you're like. <laughs> Unless you're like Cyril Karn, who's like the superiors are like, don't make a stink, and he's like, you know what I'm going to do is make an even bigger stink, yeah. and then I get fired and go to my mom. Yeah, got to move back <laughs> in with my mother. Can we talk about him? Yes, <laughs> yes. Let's talk about the man who says one word this whole episode. I didn't Literally, notice it until someone pointed it out. But mother. he only says mother this episode. Literally, when it. I watched when I watched this episode fifty days ago. <laughs> so long ago i the moment that he went home so he gets fired he goes home to his mom i was like ah the holes are gonna love this the tiktok sound (laughs) (laughs) sorry i am just a human body filled with tiktok noises the hoes are gonna love this (laughs) because he's like the perfect little sad boy like he he thought he was gonna Aww. really succeed and he was gonna make it he was gonna show everyone that he was the most competent little tinker tailor soldier and he then he got fired them. and he yeah. had to go home to mommy and i love that she slapped him because it's such a classic mom move of like she probably found out what he did and it's probably like she knows he's alive but like that that fear of like, oh my god, my kid could have died, so I'm gonna slap you because mm. like the stupidity you just put me through, and then I'm gonna hug you because I'm so happy that you're alive. I know it was drama, perfect. drama, mother. Yeah, like how I dare you make me worry, to... kind of thing. Yes, I cannot wait to see what that living situation is like. Yeah. I hope, I hope that we explore it in the most mundane way possible. <laughs> I want him to like, do the dishes. Yeah, I want him to, to be cleaning the dishes. I want her to be like, did you do your chores? Did you dust? Um, while he's I'm like, icing everything. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a rebellion. And Maybe he'll like, bring Deidre home. Or yes, I want them to have a meet cute Deidre, somewhere yeah. and be like, "Oh my god, no. are we both the same kind of crazy? Oh my god!" Can we? Would can I we want... talk? Because I'm after saying they are the same person. Sorry, Candace. Oh ahead. yes. Oh, I was just thinking. Um, somebody posted that the the architecture is very similar to a place in London. It is the a place in London. I guess. Yeah. So it is. Was it filmed it there? Or? Yeah, yeah. It was so I'm just theater. like, how many Karn cosplayers are we gonna see go over there, and who's gonna be the mom to slap them? Well, so they can't go to that location because it is a private residence. Um, oh darn! So one person who is an architect and also a Star Wars fan did have a person who lives there invite them in to take some pictures, which popped up today, and I was like, geek to see somebody actually go there. But yeah, that one is a private residence. Unfortunately, it is. Maggie already looked live. it up. Wow. I mean, 
I love brutalist architecture, so I was really excited to see. If Maggie, and- you're such a nerd, but that is the probably the the nerdiest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love I brutalist love- architecture. <laughs> architecture. That's what in. If the residents of this building are smart, they will know that Star Wars fans are descending on London in April. And if they charge 10 pounds a pop for people to come take a picture in the hallway, they will be able to, like, build a swimming pool on the roof. Yeah. No, Airbnb it? Airbnb it? For Star Wars on experience? The Star Wars experience. I'll pay that. If they're smart... They're going to get together and, like, charge people to just come take a picture in the hallway. An extra Living. five pounds if you want someone to slap you. Viral like, car. Okay. Pal. Like, listen, like there's a bunch of nerds coming. And yes. The... Or giving ideas. Business ideas. Hey. Hey, people who live in that building. If, if you're, you're listening, listening to this by some chance. <laughs> yes. What if the guy who that's his apartment is like, oh, my God. Hey. Yeah, I'm listening. Right. What's up? Just drop a comment. Let us know that you're here. Yeah. Um, oh, so Deidre? Deidre, Deidre yes. Her, her and Karn, I noticed, are like two shades of the same person. Um, Except it's like a star is born is in, in space. You know, like one's going up, the other's going down. Except. You said a star wars and Aloe is starting to play in my head. Except Deidre seems so much more confident than Karn. Because well, she has to be. And Karn was never up. He thought no. he was up. But he this was is, a rent This is the thing about her. She has Maybe to be Maybe he was confident. like mid. Okay. Well, I did say, I was like, it's really interesting that even in a fascist regime... Uh, that a woman still is like, hey, guys, maybe listen to me. I am uh, I think I got something. And they're all like, nah, don't worry about it. And she is correct. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, uh, ma'am, ma'am you stuff. suck. But also, you're the one who's like, hey, I think they're forming a rebellion. And they're like, no, they're not. There's small groups everywhere. And there's patterns. And I'm like, that's exactly what Ahsoka is doing. <laughs> and they're all like, uh, you sound crazy forget you and it's like no yeah. she's very clearly the only one who's actually go, go right. have a hobby or something and yeah i'm i'm happy they don't listen to you uh yeah. however <laughs> yeah you're right <sighs> but yeah i cheated them i just hated hard. that she immediately got snitched on i was like really oh when the guy <laughs> smug face yeah when yes. superior is like yeah, we told you not to do that. And that look he gave her, and it's like, Whoa. 11. Yeah. <laughs> so she didn't get sent home to her mom. Yeah, um. she, I will say, I, I, my favorite thing about him is like in the first couple of episodes, he is just straight up the leader of like what I have always equated the Empire to being because like, his team is the stormtroopers who would like run into walls or like not know how to use their guns and are bad shots. Like that's what his whole little team was. So I do like that. He couldn't even control those people in the empire. Like he's like, I'm even bad at that job. (laughs) I think I'm good, but I'm bad at controlling the worst people that have signed up for this. Yeah. So what do we think? Dedra, Karn, team up down the line? I think it's more Dedra and then Karn following her around like a little puppy, being like, let yeah. me be your apprentice. 
Do we think his mom Agreed. making him clean the house is going to be what winds up radicalizing him? <laughs> Maybe. He's already been radicalized. I think it's going to be what finally pushes him just to, like, give up. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to join the rebellion because he doesn't want a vacuum. Yeah. He's going to be like, I'm going to follow this man in a poncho because he seems to have his life more together than I do. Or he's like, they were really mean to me over there. Will the rebels be nicer? (laughs) What if he joins and is like, who's this man in a poncho? He seems so trustworthy. And then Cassian grows a beard and he's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Clark Kent effect. Yeah. Cassian grows stubble and he's like, hold on now. He's, he's starting to get like the five o'clock shadow and he's like, you kind of remind me of somebody. I can't really put my finger yeah, on I it. Can't, like, I can't wait, put my finger on it. Y'all, if you yeah. remember in a few episodes ago when you see Cassian's like his official photo or official hologram, he is clean shaven. <gasps> the one oh, yeah. the point of cleaning his beard off. <laughs> what Maybe if he Cassian doesn't his know? Hair. He's, wait, he wasn't aware, like, yeah. I wish he bleached his hair like Gone Girl. Like yeah. all of a sudden we're <laughs> Cassian just driving to the rebels, giving this whole speech about what it means to be a good spy. Yeah. And he's bleached his hair blonde. What he needs to do is with that poncho, just get a little hood, just mm-hmm. put that over a little bit. That's what the Jedi do all the time, and nobody knows. I mean, that's what Jedi. he essentially did. That's essentially what he did in his down winter I... coat. <laughs> I, I wonder, exactly <laughs> pop the collar if totally that, different guy i wondered if that I- image they had from cassian was when he was uh mimbang maybe maybe what his uh his chef his cookie cook idea, cook idea. <laughs> I was... cook idea. so I had made a joke prior to the start of the series, not a joke, like an observation prior to the start of the series about whether the show was going to go to great lengths to keep Cassian out of jail because he tells Sheridan Bass that he's never been in jail before. And then, no, they didn't do that because this one, he's like, I went straight from jail to Mimban. And then (laughs) Maggie texted me going, do you know how hard it was not to say anything? It was so hard. Yeah. And then came, came to the conclusion that this boy... Is just always lying. He's never told a oh, truth. Yeah. Never told a truth a day in his life. Cause he's like, I was out of jail and right into the muds of Mimban. And listen, it's like, calm down. You worked in the kitchen. Yeah, because, and then you, you were a coward anything. and you left. <laughs> yeah, like, relax. It's fine. His face when he's like, oh, someone caught me. <laughs> like losing is like, I know you guy. Maggie, go ahead. I was just gonna say that whole scene was so good like the foreshadowing for row mm, one yeah. across the board like <gasps> we have not mentioned the kyber crystal yet i know like, i just like i don't know how we've gotten this far into this episode and not mentioned right the crystal. That, <laughs> little, rebel captain rebel captain right on my rebel captain feels everybody freaking out about this kyber crystal being a knights of the old republic connection which is like i'm so happy for knights of the old republic fans i guess <laughs> am bad at video games so i didn't catch that but <laughs> him carrying a kyber crystal around like around Jin does. what if what if he still had it in rogue one we just mm. didn't see it what if there's some magical way they're still alive no <laughs> maggie i don't need That's to be reading kyber crystals work please maggie. i don't need to be reading Jin and Cassian fanfic again in the year of our lord 2020 <laughs> yeah i don't need to be doing that i read oh, what about so reading much. it still yes 
we don't we don't know everything about kyber crystals candace we don't know what could happen when well if i know if i know anything from uh making my own lightsaber in disney right what they told me was that a kyber crystal is the most important part of the lightsaber and that's all the information they gave me so i naggy i don't know hey we can come up with who have mm-hmm. built our own lightsabers. I think we could say with definitive <laughs> proof, they're very important. I will yeah. say, uh, slight, slight off the, the beaten path, but when I did make that lightsaber, I thought everyone in the room was going to say Kyber Crystal at the same time when he was like, what's the most important part of the lightsaber? And it was just me yelling Kyber Crystal in a room full of nerds making oh. a lightsaber. And I was like, Oh, okay. I guess I'm the only one who gives a crap about a Kyber. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, that reminds me when I was at the Star Wars hotel and like yeah, Gaia was like, "What does the what does Craxian do?" And I'm like, "It's fuel." <laughs> Were you the only <laughs> no, one answering the question? I was like, I had my hand up. I'm like, I know <laughs> your hand up. Well, it's like, you're like, oh, we're all nerds here. And then it's like, how am I the only one who's answering this? No one else thought, like, my turn. I was uh, like, did wait. you guys not go on Smuggler's Run? How do you not know this? <laughs> it was in. Someone in the- didn't watch Solo. Exactly. Um, <laughs> everybody walking around Star Wars experiences gatekeeping everybody. <laughs> oh, yes. It's just me giving them dirty looks. I'm like, you're wearing a Star Wars shirt and you don't know what Axiom is. Like, really? <laughs> No. I know I'm weird. But apparently Mumbai band was considered to be in Rogue One instead of Jeddah. At they were gonna do Min Band instead? Yeah, in pre-production. Oh, oh, okay. They were thinking about it. But then they used it in solo. Yeah. I mean it's in called Jeddah's a lot prettier than mud. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's in Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Remember yeah, that book? Yeah. I made you read or two. You like, read this book and then somebody's eyeball explode and I was like, Candace, I must also, call it a day. Also, there's sexual tension between Luke and Leia, and it's really awkward. Yeah. Somehow the eyeball <laughs> bothered me more. That's weird. That's weird, Arzu. Speaking of Well, because I know Luke tension. and Leia don't happen, but that eyeball still exploded. Oh. Unchan and Alu in space. Yeah. Speaking of sexual tension, these kyber crystals though. Yes. yes, the Kyber crystals have sexual tension. <laughs> yeah, no. Jin and Cassian. Uh, Jin and Cassian. Yes, I was like, they're gosh, Kyber. okay. I'm like, what kind of fanfic are you guys reading now? Oh uh, yeah, like, they. Funny. I was about to say something about like it's like it's Jin's Kyber crystal slash Cassian's Kyber crystal. Kyber crystal. Yes, and, and, and the way the way they each other. each other is they just go like this. <laughs> I think it's ironic that. Cassian's kyber crystals bigger than Jin's kyber crystals. Starting... You know what they say about bigger crystals? Starting a new archive of our own tag, inappropriate use of kyber crystals. Thank you, yes. Maggie. That's what I'm waiting for. Co-signed, approved. You know like what fix they and I'll kudos the hell out of them. Well, Can I know what? Sure? I would not be surprised that that doesn't already exist. Honestly. Wow. Real quick. I want to show Maggie's already on does. archive. Are we <laughs> Maggie? Right now. All right. I know I'm, that look on Maggie's face. Yeah, I'm like, on. I am going to like, what? Uh, Maggie's got I her investigation a, look on. I need someone to make me a shirt that says, you know what they say about bigger kyber crystals, and I will <laughs> wear it. 
Yes. What if it was Rachel? No, Don't dare me. <laughs> oh, you do make my most like that could be a waffles after dark like it special. It could be okay, a sticker. So there is yes, oh. there is sentient kyber crystals, but the only tag involving them remotely is inappropriate use of lightsabers. And since this is a lightsaber free Star Wars series, we are going to have to make our own inappropriate use of kyber crystals tag. Um, wait, not to give Candace more t-shirt ideas. No, like, no, no, no. This, uh, yeah, it's not a shirt, but it's no, I can guess where this is going, but what are you going to say, Rachel? I was going to say, not to give Candace more t-shirt ideas, but like, you know, that the drawing of Obi-Wan Kenobi that is on my shirt, uh, that says, uh, I believe, uh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you did that same design, but with Cassie <laughs> And then put next to it, you know what they say about bigger kyber crystals. It would be so specific to no this one. specific episode. Yeah. But I would wear it in every color and I would wear it in a crop top. <laughs> it would be the greatest shirt I've ever owned. I, well, this has gone so off the rails. I don't know that I want to move it back on. Kyber crystals. But we still have not talked about Mon Mothma. Yes. Mon Mothma! Okay, for those who don't know Brit, first of all, we love Brit. Brit's amazing. Second of all, Brit's favorite character is Padme Amidala. And for Brit, Mon Mothma is the living remaining embodiment of Padme and her life's work in this show, which is why she's so excited. (laughs) Yes. I thought you were just a really big fan of the deleted scenes of Revenge of the Sith. Well, she is. Okay. I don't want to speak. You can talk. Why am I speaking for you? Well, no, it's just that, you know, like, cause I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I need the four hour cut of Revenge of the Sith, but that's besides the point. But like yeah. the fact that like the part, like Padme's whole like subplot got like cut out of the film. It's a crime. Angry Padme yeah. fan. um, And like Genevieve O'Reilly, like coming back. And she was a part of that subplot. Just makes me so happy. And I'm happy that she's there. And if I get a Padme Amidala name mention, I will die very, very happy. Oh, that would be amazing. Well, it's like her her and Bale are working on, like, what they worked on with Padme. Like, what they started with her. So I really wish that was at least a little bit more alluded to in the movie. Just the fact, you know, that Padme's idea, her dream is still alive and her friends and also her daughter is like fighting for yes yes oh she's just just, yes and like Genevieve O'Reilly is so good she is so good like the moment she started speaking I was like oh my god this woman is a goddess yeah and and her um I was reading her interview about how well about those scenes that were deleted and then how she was called back to the rogue one and it's it's really awesome because how she took the Mon Mothma character during this period from what it was on the on the original trilogy that Carolyn Blackiston did on Revenge of the uh, I'm sorry on uh, Return of the Jedi. It's, it's it's really cool and actually it was nice that they had met. So that's that's fantastic mm-hmm. that you have the two iterations and I think that okay it would have been. A, Carolyn Black's story would be. I, I was kind of hoping for some mention in the, uh, and the 
sequel though um, bloodline we know that mon mothmas is is sick and she's retired so uh yeah who knows if she's still around by the sequel but trilogy but that would be amazing and i i have only a, a, a small easter egg that uh that actress was in in poldark as agatha poldark and she was aunt uh francis poldark character was played by kyle soler who is Cyril Karn. Yes. I only so. got through a couple of seasons of that show, but I like, is he Poldark's cousin? Like the, yes. the bratty one? Yes. Okay. Okay. I know who he is. I just He, he looks totally different. Like what? Yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, he was all Poldark. And then I was like, oh, he was that guy. Okay. I will say when I interviewed Kyle Soler, he had a beard. He did the opposite and he looked like a different person. Oh my God. It works. Rachel, it works. I was like, was like a man. From Virginia, which he is. Yeah, he looked like an adult man too, <laughs> instead of a child. A child playing dress up. Yeah. yeah. A little boy in his lightly tailored uniform. <laughs> yeah. Also, mm. side note, Mon Mothma's apartment is gorgeous. Oh yes. And I want to except live there. except mm. that her husband's in there. Oh. We <laughs> could just kick him out of a three story balcony or like however high their their balcony is and just like kick him off. That's like Okay. Uh, but have we read that like they apparently got married when she was sixteen? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. How old was he? I think they were both sixteen. I have oh. Meh. It was a political marriage, right? Yeah. yeah. I have a theory about this. Okay. Yes. So she goes into Luthen's to, like, buy him a thing. Like, buy him a thing for his, his birthday. Day, his birthday. Uh-huh. And she tells him, she's like, oh, it's a chandrel and custom, one of many. And, like, Luthen says something, like, oh, it's nice you have so many customs. And she's like, well, that's one way to put it. So I have this theory <laughs> that their political marriage is one of those customs. And she yeah, probably I mean- can't can't leave him or would look bad on her if she left him so she's just like well that's one way to put it now i'm stuck with him Mm. this is my theory i don't know that that's going to get addressed because it doesn't seem important enough in this kind of there's gonna be a whole episode dedicated but if there was i would lose my mind because that's the kind of thing i really like but can you imagine me too i'm i kept seeing people mad about it and i was like i love this kind of stuff give me these weird customs i mean we have child queens on the boo like it's not that weird i'm just like isn't yeah. isn't like the Naboo rule that it's like you can't be queen past a certain age like, and it's like still like a teenager? It's not. <laughs> it's not that. There's been much older queen. They just there was like one queen who was like a queen at twenty five, and they were like judging her for it. <gasps> no, yes. they like well, they like the idea of having a young ruler because they think oh they have new ideas and all this kind of stuff. But that was the, the Naboo. But what I really like love is like okay, so she's also hiding everything from the empire. <laughs> But she's mm-hmm. also hiding everything for her freaking husband. That she is like this rebel leader. <laughs> and that's just a whole nother level of respect I got for this character now. I feel is. like Perrin is the kind of guy who votes third party and is like, it's not like my vote matters. <laughs> like he's no, not. He, he's both just like, sides, yeah. And like very much like everybody's got problems. Both sides are bad. Like I feel like he's one of those guys. And that's why he it doesn't face him yes but also i could see him being bradley whitford and get out where he's like (laughs) if i could have i would have voted for obama for a third term like i also could see him being that guy well she brings it up it's like 
people are starving and he doesn't care because he's in luxury. So if it doesn't affect him, he's not going to care at all. Exactly. Yeah, he just cares that it's not boring. <laughs> what I would like to know is whether or not Perrin has ever said all lives matter unironically. Oh, you're really I think the answer is yes. He's going to say, no, sure. it's not all lives. All species matter. All species matter. He say. And he would say it to like a species who is like the last of their kind. Like he, he would say it to Frog Lady. Um, <laughs> as she's like, she's like your eggs are children. as important as my eggs. <laughs> yeah. Did you say your eggs are as important as my eggs? Yeah. yeah. This is just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> but Perrin would see things that way. Exactly. So is his name Perrin Mothma? No, it's Perrin. <laughs> Bertha, it's, I think, right? Yeah. Bertha. Karen, what? Yeah. Bertha? Bertha? Uh, no, Bertha. Bertha. F-E-R-T-H-A. Bertha. Bertha, well, yeah. Oh, Karen so is, the, Bertha. is there a thing like T-H, like... Yeah. It's what's, His is Tha, hers is Ma. Bertha is Mothra. He is Bertha. No, Bertha. Moth, Ma, not Mothra. Mothra is the, like... <laughs> she's gonna go mothra on him if he invites her enemies to dinner one more time though oh yeah i guess everything must end in an a i guess shandrilla fertha mothma they're italian they're italians <laughs> no shandrilla is galactic italy galactic italy yeah <laughs> i mean you're <laughs> Wait, so Genevieve O'Reilly is 40, 45 and Alistar McKenzie is 52. So I guess they could be considered around the same age. It's yeah. just not a big age gap if it was. It's Gen X. <laughs> Gen X. Gen X. That's what they are. Galactic Gen X. Yeah, I'm hoping to see if there's any other people from Chindrilla. <laughs> to see their name. Yeah. If you have any last names. There's going to be one na- guy whose name is like Carl. <laughs> <laughs> or Chad or I don't know. Yeah. Carl Clarkson. Carl from Chandrilla. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, that dinner sounds like my worst nightmare. Like I kind of wanted to see it. Oh, I'm kind of sad we didn't get to see it. I wanted to see Sly more just like Sly more just imagine. We might next episode. Yeah, the next episode could open with it. I can't believe you guys aren't like bringing this up, but a Trangillan is Ben Solo. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. Of course. So it's cinnamon roll boy. Well but just because you're born like because he's what, Corellian and Alderanian. Alderanian. I have seen him described publicly as a, what was it? A grade A slab of chandrel and beef, though. So Yes, this is true. And I am. Yeah, is that in also, canon? When you I, no. Think, when you <laughs> think about it, though. When are you, you think about you? it. This is our opportunity. Yes, it's in yes. It's in um, the survival guide. She she added it in the back. She's like, I'm Wait, hungry for a grade when you think about it, though, beef. I'm still not wrong. Because his last name ends in a vowel. So, his his real name is Benna or something. Benedetto. Benedetto. Benedetto Solo. What's Han's full name? Okay, now we need this. What's Han's full name? Yes. Honchenzo. Honchenzo. Oh, 
my, my God. grandpa is rolling in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> like, my Italian grandpa is like, what is she doing? She just spent time in her homeland and now she's making fun of Star Wars characters. Oh, Lord. And so you came home armed with enough information to tell us that <laughs> yeah. Chandrola is to Italy. I did go to Naboo, which yeah. literally is oh, Italy. Which means, I think, that us deciding that Han and Ben are space Italian is canon now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Canon. Yeah. Yes. Canon. Can't Great. wait for Wikipedia to update. <laughs> they are technically Please. All Italians. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. But yeah. Mon Mothma, chef's kiss. Mon yes. Mothma, chef's kiss. Agreed. Poncho, yeah. chef's kiss. What yes, am I saying? Earlier? and a poncho, chef's kiss. What I really love about this series and what we just like saw briefly from the trailers is we're going to see the contrast of people fighting with boots on the ground versus the political, like the highest level with yes. Mom Mothma. Mm-hmm. And just seeing the contrast of like, they're both getting their hands dirty, but like some metaphorically, mm-hmm. well, some like, you know. And the bureaucrats really. in the middle, like like yeah. the Karns and the Dedras and all the people kind of fighting at that level. Yeah. We're going to see that mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I do like that the show isn't, like, there's nobody high enough on the Empire side. Like, we've seen what the highest level of the Empire has done and what they continue to do. But this show is, like, mid-level Imperial officers Mm -hmm. doing stuff. And I kind of like that. I like that it's just, like, no one's has Darth Vader's number. No one can call up the Emperor and be like, (laughs) yo, what? uh, did you see this shit? Uh, it's just like the mid-level uh, the middle and I, Yeah, and I was like, I do. Uh, I'm, I'm writing about this, but I do hope that uh, Krennic shows up at some point. Yeah. I think that would be really fun. But yeah, like, uh, I would love if Krennic is like the highest we go. So, like in theory, we're still not that high up in the ranking of like people of importance. In the Empire, I don't want Darth Vader to show up. I think it'd be funny if this uh, entire oh, he was just like nowhere to be found. <laughs> He's like, they can figure that stuff out. I'm I'm too busy being sad about Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, no, he's busy like trying to still find hunt and trying to find Jedi at this point because yeah. he's in yeah. the beginning and end of season one of Rebels, mm-hmm. and then he season two he kills Ahsoka. That's right. Right. He's, yeah. yeah. Good. I love that. Jedi. Let him. Like, let him look. The least of his worries. Yeah, yeah he he also is out yeah. there. It's like uh, the ISV can take care of that. <laughs> On... Do we know what the timeline is for his like little adventure in the comics right now with Sabe? That is uh, after that's Empire. After Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Between oh. Empire and Re- Return. So, wait, so we have decades. Um, not really, but you know. <laughs> We have Look, a we decade. Got, all decade yeah. Literally one decade. Uh, I just want to see him being emo about Padme. That's all I care about. I want him being tortured by Padme. That's it wouldn't it. be this series for that. Yeah. Probably will come oh. up later. Yeah. It's in... What's the game called? Vader uh, Mortal. Yes. Vader uh, yeah, Vader game Mortal. that made me feel like I was going to die. I, oh. I played the game on VR with Crooked. So that I could still see my surroundings and remember that Darth Vader is not actually going to kill me. Oh, okay. 
I had that loaded and um, ready to go in case my power went out. So I could play that for like an hour or two. <laughs> I would rather glad I did it. Play it on what? A VR set. Okay. VR. My recommendation, 20 minutes tops or you are going to throw yeah, up. I got really good playing a lot. I almost threw that. up. So 20 minutes tops. But yeah. Brit, so what you're saying is that now you've provided me with a challenge. Yeah. And the challenge is to get a VR head and play that for longer than 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And so not if throw I was up. like, what if I was like, no problem. I but um, Britt, you probably get some Padme angst in Ahsoka because Hayden's going to be in there. And if Hayden's talking to Ahsoka. Aww. I know. No. I know. I, uh, I'm i looking forward to it. But I'm also not looking forward to it. But I'm looking for. I will be there. I will be seated for Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Despite the. Uh, yes. That yeah. thing. I there. will be seated for Hayden Christensen. For sure. Okay. I'm there for the Rebels. And Hayden, of course. I still haven't watched Rebels, so I'm like, I'm excited, but I, I have to. There's I, Vader I, in it. I know. Not all of it, but part. Of Just it. go back a little bit on the ISV, and I, I don't think we we talked about Deidre, but I didn't think we mentioned Major Partagas and the other guy, oh, yeah. Levin. I mean, I, I like how they portray the. I mean. I don't think other than briefly on Rebels, we see we saw something about the ISB. Yeah. But yeah. So other than that, I, I like how we had this introduction to the ISB and the, the chains of command and what they do. I mean, and I like his his description and how it did read. She's a stickler, like, yeah, I read the vision out of the website, the ISB literally. But um Mayor Partagas, he's like, yeah, no. We are the healthcare. We are the ones that take out the germs or whatever is threatening the health of the empire, literally. So, yeah, I ISB really is like first. Oh, ISB is first uh, mentioned in Rebels, and then with um, Callus is an ISB agent. We also see it in, um, uh, I believe, the Vader comics and yes. the Thrawn books. Yeah, but I don't think I mean in in live action. live action. Live action, we have not even had a reference to them before. Yeah, so that's very exciting. Everything ties together, but you also yeah. don't need to see it, right? Right? You understood what that ISB oh, was about, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know so that they're... that lead actor was fantastic, and I know him from something. And I'm gonna have to like IMDb his entire filmography. Who else? Yes, who like you know the guy, the head honcho at the oh, table. Major Partagas, yeah, he was in Game of Thrones and The Crown, and uh, oh, The Crown. Okay. That must be right. Crown, and there's this um, Wolf Hall series. Yeah. Okay. And okay. yeah, no, definitely, it's a great actor, Anton Lesser. Yeah. He was chewing up the scene, and I appreciated it. All right, as we uh, wind down from our sentient, horny kyber crystals and our space Italians and <laughs> valiant attempts at making serious points, mama, uh, anything mama. else? We want the summary's going to be really weird. I know. Right? Oh my God, I can't wait to write the summary for this. Yeah. <laughs> just waiting. I cannot wait for the slow burn that is Dedra and um, Kyber. Karn. Yeah. I, I just can't wait. We're getting a heist. You know, that's exciting. Yes. Uh, Star Wars heist. I love a heist. I, one of my favorite episodes is the Mandalorian heist. Well, the, the prison break episode. Yeah. yeah. It's the greatest one. Are you, or, wait. Oh, you're talking about when they're on the prison ship? 
Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, what were you talking about? Mine is the other. Mine's the other favorite heist one where they break in, uh, trying to get information on Grogu, and, and he takes his helmet Din, off. But Din, oh, yeah, like, that tries Aww. to face scan with his helmet on because I think that is a believer. The epitome, the epitome of Din Djarin that he's like, That's my I'm gonna, sca- I'm gonna scan a face scan Aww. with my helmet. <laughs> Yeah, that episode was released the same day that Evermore. So Willow always remember that. I, I don't. Oh, I thought you meant Beauty and the Beast Evermore doing great. <laughs> I was like, dance. <laughs> Honestly, when is our Taylor Swift and Dan Stevens collab? <laughs> yeah, go on Garage Band and put the two songs together. <laughs> this is a challenge I issue both to anybody here. I have Garage Band now because I'm. An, I'm yes. Like, I want an Evermore, Evermore mashup. <gasps> oh. So my oh challenge, my I have put it out there. This is not remotely to do with Star Wars, but I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> and we, are, we are women of multiple interests. Of course. So an Evermore, Evermore mashup, please and thank you. I feel like Dan Stevens could be in Star Wars, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taylor Swift, I would, too. I would love if Taylor Swift just decided to, like, cameo as an alien or something. That would be hilarious. Oh, yeah. I would want Dan Stevens to be a fake out. Like, you think he's part of the Empire, and then it, <laughs> he's actually working with the Rebels. Because he's we're so talk- very British. We're going to talk about people yeah. we want in Star Wars. Christian but- Bale. Right? Yes. Because yes. I just saw your tweet. <laughs> yes, but also for my House of the Dragon girlies, Ryan Core. That man needs to be in Star Wars. Yes. Oh, you know, you Mandal- know. Give me, give, make him a Mandalorian, please. Yes. Like the helmet removing. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Dan Stevens be? would actually. Oh, Dan Stevens would actually make a re- really good callus. Oh yeah. yeah I, huh? I like that. And now it's we're talking about callus, even though I haven't watched the show. Give me Aiden Turner too. Oh yeah. Aiden Turner. Yes. Keely. Yes. So many hot people, so little time. Not <laughs> Too many, many so many Star Wars, <laughs> and somehow not enough. Indeed, I'm like Kylo Ren. More, yes, that is the vibe. <laughs> I'm just saying, more of these Andor type stories where it's mostly a new cast, so we can put even more beautiful people in Star Wars. Of course, there you go. There we go. Yeah, I was like looking at the the group of rebels. I'm like, why are they all like hot? Like, was that a requirement to join the rebels? That's always been a requirement to join the rebels, Candace. Get real. You have to be hot to be a member of the rebellion. <laughs> Wedge Antilles wasn't hard to look at. You got you gotta be hot. That yeah. was really that was random. <laughs> no, it's true. Wait, what? The fact that it was Wedge Antilles? Or the fact yeah, that she mentioned it. <laughs> I just went. Oh. I was trying to not be like Han Solo. Like, I was like, obviously Han Solo's hot. But I was like, like Han Solo, yeah. Wedge Antilles. I mean, yeah. You look at who they cast for Ezra and Sabine. I was like, damn. He's hot. Whoever they get to play Hera. Probably I will also be too. seated for that actor who is chosen to play Ezra. <laughs> In yes, yes. Yeah. We love a we love a handsome man with pretty hair. Oh, yes. We ask for so little, really. <laughs> Just grumps. Give us grumps and we're happy. All right. 
Last points anybody wants to make? Cassie and Andor hot. Yes. Agreed. I, with or without the beard or specifically with? Slash I beard. don't care. Right, hot, so. hot both ways. Just stop making men shave their beards on screen. I know. I if they, <laughs> and they can't have the sexy scruff. I know. I mean, that's nice. oh, wait, I did. That was my last point. He shaved his beard and somehow still had five o'clock shadow. Like, he literally was still shaving and already had five o'clock shadow. Can I just say, like- it's refreshing to watch something where I don't know if he's going to succeed with this heist or not. Because <laughs> honestly, honestly, with this hot mess, especially like one of his first rebel hey. jobs. But and, and then you think about it, how he was like seven against the garrison, and then you move from there to make ten men feel like a hundred in row one. I mean, yeah, there's some progress, you know. But it's gonna be a learn. It's gonna be a lesson. Learning this curve. It's gonna exactly. be a lesson for him. So I do not think if any of those rebel, uh, maybe one of them other than Cassian survives. So <laughs> I'm prepared to let them go. Oh. All right. On that note, I guess we're going to wrap things up. So, Candice, where can everyone find you online? Um, the bus, the best place to find all my geeky stuff is on Twitter at Candice is a geek. And Maggie, you can find me on Twitter at Maggie of the Town. I have a link tree in my bio to all of my various pursuits. Uh, Norhal. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Norhal. And uh, my bio has my link tree with all my links. Rachel? You can find me on Twitter at Rachel Leishman. uh, And I write for various websites on the internet. Just Google me. So much will come up. (laughs) (laughs) And Britt? Um, You can find me on Twitter at uh, Britt Barnum. And uh, it's the same on Instagram and my geeky blog is uh, thatfromgirlbrit.com.squarebase.com. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at ArzuAmin, and you can find this show on Twitter at Space Waffles Pod. As a network, we are on Twitter at geeky underscore waffle. We are the Geeky Waffle on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And we are at thegeekywaffle.com. That's where you can see all of our articles, all of our various shows on the network, all that fun stuff. And we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash waffle, And that's where you can get things like our waffles after dark, which given the direction of this episode, <laughs> I think you can only imagine how unhinged those get because yes. we don't stop anyone from swearing. So <laughs> on that note, thank you all so much for listening. I want my evermore, evermore mashup and may the waffles be with you. <laughs>